Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. Today's podcast is being brought to you by Todoist, your go-to app to free up your mental space. Put all your to-do items in one list, share list with team members, and remember to tag a deadline. Todoist has helped millions of people complete over 1.5 billion tasks in 150 plus million projects. Companies like Amazon, Facebook, WeWork, Disney, just to name a few, and our company use it every single day to run their company manage projects and tasks for clients, as well as internal business management. Todoist has been around for well over a decade, and it is the task manager that you can trust for life. So put down the pen and paper and the post-it notes in your planner and start using Todoist today so you can outsource and delegate and sleep at night with peace of mind that you know that your to-do list for your business and your clients is getting done and getting done on time, and it's safe in the cloud. Give it a try today. Use my link, angelaprofit.com slash todoist, T-O-D-O-I-S-T. Before we get started today, I have a question for you. Are you too busy to do one more thing, to add one more thing to your plate? Chances are that you're feeling like you don't have enough time in the day to get everything done, You're pulled in a million directions. There are so many distractions, notifications. You may not be sleeping. You find yourself saying yes to the wrong things and you're stressed. Is it ever going to end? If you want a solution to overcome distractions, I have a free gift for you. You can go grab my free video course. This is a four-day short video course that will teach you what the first steps are to stop the distractions, increase your productivity, and get your time back. You can register today for the four steps to better productivity at gsdsecrets.com. Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. And today we are going to talk to an awesome business owner who provides the creative industry insight along with operational expertise in the company that she started. And just so you know, her background was at a top PR agency in NYC, New York City, and she really became knowledgeable and the know-how on how to properly design and execute really large events. And you guys, just like total side note, but when I was in New York City years ago, consulting with an event planning company, 
and the shit they had to do to like get places in the city and like haul stuff on subways and stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, you don't have a car? Like it was just so different. And then when I was like, where's the vendor room to like, you know, store all your stuff? They looked at me and they're like, oh honey, we put everything under tables. We don't have extra storage here. And they looked at me like I had 10 heads. So it was really funny. Um, but she has been able to launch one of the top wedding planning companies in Charlotte six years ago. And she has combined all of this knowledge in her passion for bringing wedding inspiration and knowledge to couples. Ready? Ready for her company? It's called Bustled. And the title, when we asked her like, what's the title of the podcast? She's like, every day I'm bustling. Um, Sammy Roberts, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. So before we even jump into your PR career in New York City and launching a planning company and then launching Bustle, what got you? here? Like, where did you grow up? How did you grow up? And like, what l led you into what you're doing today? Yeah. Um, so I kind of grew up all over the place. Um, we moved a lot as kids. I think, um, I think it was six or seven states that we lived in by the time I what? graduated high school. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so that uh, was honestly like a really great experience for me because I was a very, very shy child. Um, so <laughs> moving and being the new kid, you know, time and time again was a great opportunity to kind of push myself out of, uh, out of my box. Um, and then when I graduated from high school, I my parents were moving again and I was like, all right, I'm going to go to Alabama. Um, so packed up my stuff, uh, went down to the university of Alabama, um, which is where I met my now husband, uh, and co-founder of bustled. Um, and then when we graduated, I had just always wanted to live in New York. And so I was like, I'm going to do a few internships. I did a few internships there over the summer um, and through my program in school and went up there, lived with a family friend for a couple months, just like interviewed um, and then got this job at a PR agency um, and was super excited, packed my stuff, moved to New York and uh, lived in a teeny tiny little apartment <laughs> and uh, figured it out. <laughs> So, so how long um, were you were you in New York? Yeah, I was there for a little over six years. So pretty. A and pretty then, how did you get to Charlotte? Like, I mean, that's like way like over so here, random. close yeah. to where I'm at in the South. Like, how'd you get there? I had gone to high school here in Charlotte. So I had a few friends that were still here, and it's funny because when I was in college, my my husband Ryan and I had come to visit some friends in Charlotte and he'd been like, this place is so great. You know, I want to live here. And I was like, no, we're not moving back to Charlotte. Um, <laughs> you know? no. No. Um, and then we were in the city and we had just gotten married. We were, we were looking, we wanted, you know, just a change of pace. We wanted to, uh, mm -hmm. Ryan's from Alabama and, you know, we, we just wanted to get like closer to friends and family. Um, so, we kind of started just looking at different places. We looked at Atlanta, Nashville, Charlotte, and we just like really fell in love with Charlotte and it was, it was perfect. So we moved down here and then, um, 
my parents followed, my brother followed. So now I got all my family nice and close, which is nice. <laughs> all because you moved. Like, yeah. that's amazing. But yeah. Like, how cool. And then how did you decide, because before you started Bustled, you started a planning company, right? I did. Yes. How did you decide to do that? That was kind of part of the idea when we moved actually. So we, I, I loved my job, but I, I wanted something different. I really wanted to pursue events. Um, you know, Ryan would tell me like days where I was sitting at my desk and, you know, doing PR, like I was not nearly as like excited about my work, you know, after work as I was on the days where I would get there at five in the morning and come home at 10 o'clock at night from like this crazy day at an event. Um, I was just so much more energized. And so, I mean, honestly, he was a huge inspiration and kind of pushing me and saying like, Hey, like you're really into this. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to try different kinds of events. And I tried, you know, some different things. I was of that age where a lot of my friends were getting married. We were getting married. Um, so the wedding world seemed like kind of that natural, you know, place to kind of look to apply that all the event knowledge that I had. Um, so I started kind of playing around with the idea in New York and then I was like, okay, I, I really want to do this. I really want to start my own, my own company. And so part of, you know, moving to Charlotte was like, we can, you know, have more flexibility and, you know, costs are a little less than they were in the city and different mm -hmm. things like that. So moved down to Charlotte and I worked part-time for a PR agency here and then also kind of started to, to network and find out, you know, who were the best vendors and get my, get my feet kind of wet in the local market before officially launching my own wedding planning company. And then you saw a need in technology. And tell us about how you started that company. Yeah. So I was about two years into owning, uh, the planning side of the planning business and, uh, driving back from a wedding and it was, it was a great, you know, it was a great wedding. It just, the couple and I were not the best fit for each other. Um, gotcha. And so, you know, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it sure um, does. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we were driving back and Ryan had been my assistant at the time and we were kind of chatting mm -hmm. and saying like, man, I just wish there was like a better way to find the right couple, like the couple that I want to work with week in, week out. And um, Ryan comes from this data and technology background. And so, you know, he starts saying, well, we could build, we can build an algorithm and we can do all of these things. And I'm like, okay, like, let's, you know, like, let's talk about this. Like, how can we, how can we build this thing? And so it kind of just evolved into like, we're going to build a planning resource that can help to match couples and vendors based on fit. Um, it's not going to be who pays the most to sit at the top of the page and you're seeing the same vendors over and over. It's going to be a more personalized experience because I think when wedding planning, you, you want a personal experience. Um, and so it just kind of evolved from this idea into something that, you know, actually, you know, actually came to be, um, which was pretty cool. So talk us through the whole tech journey piece, because going from like creative industry, like where everyone thinks that it's butterflies and rainbows, which <laughs> you guys, it's not. 
<laughs> it is still no. running a fucking business. Okay. Um, and you would hope that people are always happy because they're doing something that should be making them happy. But that was not always my experience. I don't know about you, but some people were just going through the motions. And that's one of the reasons that I've like since then gotten out of that industry because I just couldn't take it anymore. And the, the, the amount of money people are investing in these experiences and then they're over in a year or two years, just, it just makes me sick. And so I'm like, you know what? My time is better spent somewhere else in technology. And so clearly you kind of saw the same thing maybe. (laughs) And so I don't know words in your mouth, but, um, but what was the tech journey like understanding and building it? Like, did you surround yourself with the right people? Did you got, did you and your husband like learn how to do it? Like talk us through because that is, it's a completely different experience, no matter who your target audience is and who your target client is. This came out of a personal experience and a need. And then how did you guys go about building it? Or did you raise money? Like there's just so many different things in the tech world that a lot of people listening, they probably have no clue what the journey is like. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. I mean, I don't think I knew what I was getting into at first. Um, you know, I'm, we're, we're talking about this idea and like, yeah, this is gonna be so cool. And even as we started to build it, um, there was so much learning along the way. I mean, you know, we were just the first person that we hired, we thought we, oh, we know what we're doing. You know, we're not, we're not developers. So we hired a developer and, you know, that person ran off with, ran off with our money. And, you know, then it was like, okay, well, what, what, what has just happened? Like, what is this world we have just entered in? Um, And so it was just a matter of us kind of like figuring, figuring out this whole new world of, of tech and um, how it works and how, you know, you can dream it. Um, but you know, there's so many little nuances that go into it. And for me coming from a planning background, that was such a experience of like, you know, with planning, it's like, okay, it's absolutely in order. And I can make sure that it's, you know, I can check things off my checklist and know that things are done. Whereas with tech, it's, you know, kind of an ever evolving process. And so, um, it's never done. It's, it's never, never done. done. <laughs> it's always like, okay, we could do this better. Or we could do something better, you know, here, or move a button or change a color, or, you know, change a font or whatever it might be. Um, and so it's just, it's so crazy how different that is. Cause it's, it's, it's changing constantly. Um, and that was, that was a really good, it was a, it was a really interesting learning experience as we kind of built it in the first year. And, you know, one of the most popular things, I I feel like a lot of things that entrepreneurs say when it comes to tech is, you know, just, you kind of get that best, best product you can initial most viable product out the door. And then you just continue to evolve and make it better and better and better. And so that was really, um, interesting thing for me, especially like just the personality and the coming from that creative world. Uh, it was a, it was a learning experience to kind of be like, okay, we can be okay with it not being completely perfect out the door. Cause that's not really how it works in the tech world. No, it's like, you're never finished. And if you waited until you thought something was perfect, you would never launch anything. Exactly. (laughs) It's just really, really never done. And so we just had a client recently. We're working on some like um, branding refresh. Like they've been in business for 
30 something years and you know they really needed an update a brand refresh and he's like I just want to be done with the website and I'm like dude you got to change your mindset here. <laughs> like never gonna you're happen. never going to be done here. Okay. And like, they're just now like adding e-commerce and products. And I'm like, technology just keeps changing and evolving. And if you don't know what you don't know, and you can get screwed and that sucks that that happened by the way, but yeah. I'm sure it like made you smarter and like it made did. you ask more questions, you know, yeah. in the future. But I- Everything along tell the us how it works, way, right? It's, it's a journey. <laughs> yeah. So like, tell us how this works. So like your client, your customer base really is anybody getting married? Yeah. And then, um, is it just based in the United States or is it all over the world or how, do, how does that work with vendors and with the couples and matching yeah. them? So we've taken a very local, um, slow approach. Um, we first launched, we stayed exclusively in Charlotte for a year. Um, we wanted to learn, um, you know, we were established in the Charlotte community, so we could talk to couples, we talked to vendors, we continued to kind of tweak what the website looked and how it functioned. And, you know, what we thought was a great idea in theory wasn't always a great idea in the execution. Um, and so once we kind of felt like we, we understood enough to expand. Then we started kind of expansion um, with expanding how many vendors and couples we could um, we could service. And so we expanded across North Carolina. Um, and then last year we expanded into South Carolina and Georgia. And then this year, uh, Tennessee, uh, right before the start of COVID. <laughs> and then um, recently have started expanding down into Florida. So we've had very, um, we've been very thoughtful in how we kind of expand because we want to make sure that we have a good selection of vendors, um, you know, for, for couples to choose from. We could, so we when could, you, yeah, we could go nationwide at any point, but I think that yeah. this, this was just, you know, kind of our, what we felt was like a smart way to kind of build our brand. Yeah. So on the vendor side, how does that work? Like, do you guys take, um, so many in each category that people need to hire or do they apply? Like, how does that process work? Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that you know, kind of excites us about our company too, is that we vet all of our vendors. Um, so our vendors, you know, we have a personal conversation with every single vendor on the site. We find out, you know, how long they've been in business, what we look at their reviews and their online presence. And we just make sure that we're going to be a good fit for each other and that they're going to be a good fit for our couples. Um, when we talk to couples, you know, in the beginning, that was their biggest fear is hiring someone who doesn't deliver on wedding day. So that was really important to us. So that's kind of how that that vetting process works for us with the vendors. So do you um, have people give recommendations for vendors or can vendors apply? And then I'm assuming pay because it's like, it's marketing them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty so much. People can, yeah. People can recommend them, um, you know, and then we reach out to people that we think are a good fit for us. Um, and they can, people can also apply as well. So, um, and then they pay a, you know, marketing fee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So do you guys, do you guys go 
do, have you found that, do you go to shows to like, like bridal shows to like get your clients or have you found that it's better to do online marketing so that it's a little bit more trackable and that's how you get your clients? What's worked for you guys? Um, yeah, when we first started, we tried a lot of different things. Um, for us, What's online it? marketing, <laughs> as, as one does, right? Um, for us, online marketing has definitely been the way to go about it. Um, okay. Just- utilizing, you know, our clients particularly are, um, a little, are very savvy. They're online, they're on social media. And so that's where we try to, that's where we reach them. And we really try to be where, where they are, um, so that then we can connect them to our vendors. And then, so tell us, walk us through like, um, I know that people can go online and take a quiz. Is that how you match the best personality to the best vendor, like in each category? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So couples take a two minute quiz and vendors take a similar two minute quiz two minute quiz. So when a couple takes the quiz, you know, vendors take it once, but when a couple signs up, they take the quiz. And then once they've submitted their answers, they can now view the site. Um, and their top picks will show, you know, at the top of the page for each vendor category. Um, so I might see a different photographer than you would see at the top of your page, um, based on our answers to the quiz. And we ask things like, personal style, wedding style, budget, guest count. That's a big one for venues. Um, so some, you know, fun questions with pictures and then some logistical questions like budget and things like that, that then we, the vendors can also utilize. So we kind of think about it like almost like a dating app for finding your, your wedding vendors. Yeah. So do you guys do anything? What are your thoughts on like wedding wire and, um, I guess they merged with yeah. one of the other companies. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on people finding people there versus your site? So basically it's like, I know the answer to this and like why you guys are different, but like for people that are listening, um, tell them why you're different from those two main large companies that like run the industry pretty much. Yeah, our biggest differentiator is that matching algorithm. So um, with other sites mm-hmm. out there, um, it's you, you, where you show up on the page is based kind of on, generally, most of these companies, it's based on how much you pay to sit at the top of that page. So you pay more if you want to be at the top or if you want to be on page one. Um, so that's kind of those different different pieces. Whereas with us, our matching quiz helps decides where you show on the page. So, you know, from a planner's perspective, you might be at the top of the page for one client and then, you know, at the bottom of the page for another client. And it's, it's not based on, you know, I pay the same fee every single month, but it's based on that person being that best fit for me. Um, so that's, that's the biggest piece for us. Biggest kind of differentiator. Gotcha. So really like talk through, um, cause I really think that you guys dodged um, the whole 2020 pandemic thing where the number one buzzword in the hospitality industry is pivoting. And obviously I really think that you guys shifted and pivoted um, early enough to where you were like, okay, we got this, but how has 2020 
um, you know, for somebody who may be listening to this in 2022 and they're like, what the hell happened in 2020? You know, it's like the whole world will never forget no. and how it has impacted <laughs> our business. But thank God you didn't have all your eggs in one basket, you know, in, in the planning portion. But how did you guys shift pre-COVID? And then what did you have, what did your business have to do during the whole pandemic? Yeah. I mean, geez, what a, what a wild year 2020 has been. Um, so it's insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, for us, you know, we were, we were off to a pretty, pretty amazing start for 2020 in January, February, we had just launched, um, just had an amazing launch event in Nashville. Um, we had just brought on some new staff members. Um, so we were really super excited for 2020. Um, and then obviously with COVID, um, the whole world changed. I mean, events just kind of stopped in an instant. Um, so it was, it was pretty crazy, um, you know, from, from our, our marketing side with vendors, you know, they, they were having weddings cancel and it, it was really tough. Um, but, you know, we really looked at kind of where, what we could do and what we could kind of change into. Um, we have all this experience in technology and the online space and weddings. And so it started to be kind kind of, you know, we have mentors who we started talking to and they said, Hey, all these people are getting married on, you know, zoom and doing virtual weddings. And, um, <laughs> Ryan and I are very romantic about weddings. We were like, no, we don't want people to get married over zoom. It's great for work. <laughs> it's just not great for a wedding. And so we, um, we decided we were going to launch this virtual wedding platform, um, called love stream. And, we said, okay, we're going to do this, but it can't be over zoom. And so Ryan, honestly, he's, he's the tech guy. He worked endlessly yeah. to kind of figure out, you know, how, how we could do this. And I'm, I'm here, like, it's gotta be easy. We have to have multiple angles. Like, I'm going to tell you all the things, like how we're going to figure this out. And so we, we just worked really hard and we talked to TV producers and looked at inspiration and, um, by middle, I think early or early or middle April, we had launched officially launched love stream. So, um, it didn't take us, it didn't take us too long. I mean, we still had a lot of learnings to do and we've continued to improve the product, but, um, that's been huge for us to kind of have this other offering that is very timely for all that's happening right now. Thank goodness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been very good. Oh my gosh. And then, so if, if someone for the bustle platform, if they hire someone through you all, um, like, is that how it works or you are just simply connecting them and then your hands off? Yeah, we're simply connecting them. Um, so we have, um, a messaging platform that people can use, like in of course email. Um, so we're connecting them. Um, and then, you know, we of course continue to kind of reach out with planning tips and inspiration and different things like that for couples as well. Yeah, because I really feel like if you all had handled all the processes, like beginning to end every, all these people would be contacting you And then you would have to be dealing with either canceling, rescheduling, money back. Um, It it really has created quite a nightmare for people. And a lot of these contracts, like I even have friends, they're like, can you look at this contract? I'm like, nowhere in this contract 
Does it say anything about any type of global pandemic or sickness from cancellation or, you know, does it fall under an act of God? Like, have you all had to deal with anything like that? I mean, from my planning side, yes. Um, it's been really interesting. I mean, it's it's been it's been a wild year of, you know, cancellations and and postponements. And I was, you know, already doing less weddings, but I still have a team, and so it was just it was just pretty crazy as we're watching all of these weddings and just wondering, you know, in the beginning, I was like, okay, they're going to postpone until May and that will be perfectly fine. And now it's like, they're postponing until early 2021. I'm like, I hope that's fine. <laughs> you know, um, right? it's just, it's just so different. And it's, it's definitely been interesting kind of looking and, you know, industry friends and how people are changing their contracts and having to put so much more in place to kind of protect themselves. than I think any of us thought we would ever have I mean, I don't think anyone thought this something of this magnitude would happen. No, not at all. It It's just, um, it's amazing how you guys have been able to pivot though and like get the live streaming up and get all this other stuff up. Um, do you, do you feel like the business, the technology business, is it still growing in 2021 or are people afraid of like moving forward with stuff? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think it's still going to continue to grow. I mean, I think that what we've seen is, you know, the bustle, you know, the side of things where we're marketing and connecting couples is still growing. We still have a lot of couples who are signing up. They just have a lot more kind of they're not sure, right? They're not sure necessarily when their dates are going to be. It's a lot more uh, kind of like 2021, who knows on the exact date kind of thing. Um, so I think it's kind of shifted the mindset. I think what we're seeing is that weddings are going to be smaller, but people are still going to want high quality vendors, um, which is great because I think that we can really help with that. And then what's also interesting is in the beginning, so many couples were coming to us for a love stream of kind of hey, I have to have something, you know, my wedding was canceled. Whereas now we're starting to talk to couples who um, are just starting to plan their wedding and they're figuring out how to work a digital component into their wedding early on in the process um, because it's just kind of becoming a part of the norm. Um, another vendor that they have to kind of, you know, think about and hire and all those things. So I think it's, I think it's really interesting the way that something like this has, has impacted and is going to continue to kind of change weddings. Um, I think, you know, I hope that eventually they'll go back to these huge celebrations. But in the meantime, I think people are figuring out a way to celebrate now, which I love. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm looking at the streaming site too. So how does that work? Do people, do you just stream it and then there's no editing? Like you're done? Yeah, so we have a few packages. Our, our basic package is just one stream. Um, so that we build a custom website for them and then they stream to that website. So it's, it's super simple, right? There's no downloading or muting. It's so easy. Grandma mm -hmm. can do it. We like to say, um, but then our, you know, plus and premium packages, we can have up to nine different streams coming in. And then we have a dedicated producer who's choosing, you know, the different camera angles and the different audio pieces, um, interactive elements, um, that we can include multimedia. Um, so it becomes more of this full production for their wedding. That's, really fitting for, um, you know, really fitting for all the work that you've put into a wedding and how much we can showcase. Yeah. I just, I, I love, um, 
I, I love like, again, how you all have pivoted, but I'm like sitting here scrolling at the website and I'm like, I love how like you're, you all have a lot of diversity, which is amazing, which yeah. I don't always see that. Yeah. Um, and I love Super how you've made us. it. Yeah. And you've made it affordable, you yeah. know? So like, this isn't like a huge investment of it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. And so do you think that people, even when we do go back to like this large scale production, do you still think people will invest in the live streaming for the people who can't attend for destination? I do. I I think it's going to continue to be something that people want. There's always a grandmother or, you know, your best friend who just had a baby or whatever the situation might be who can't attend. And so I think this is going to become something that becomes a part of every wedding. And, um, you know, that's for us why we wanted to make it so simple. You know, we stream from devices, iPhones, Androids, tablets, and once, once it streams, um, it, you can even kind of treat it like a DVR. So we have a lot of couples who, you know, maybe they're having a decent sized wedding right now, but they have a ton of guests that are overseas. And so their, their guests overseas can watch and it doesn't even have to be at the live time, which, you know, with time differences can be a little bit crazy. So we really wanted to think about all of those things and make it, make it simple, make it easy to use and, and make it beautiful because everything for weddings should should be beautiful. Um, it's such a special day. Yeah. And, and not like stress you out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just that's the, the part, <laughs> yeah, the part that I'm just like, Oh, oh my God. Yeah. We really so, want to use technology to make it as low stress as possible for weddings. Yes, and wedding absolutely. So when you all started to, um, do the whole, like, okay, no one's doing this kind of thing. Like the, I guess the discovery process of like matching the vendors to the couples. And I know that you guys really created a market where it hadn't existed. And so how do you start something brand new when there's nothing to compare it to? Like, did you guys find that super difficult to where, cause I know like there's some different tech advisory boards that I'm on and they always pull up like, here's our top three competitors and da, 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 da. And it's like, this is like you said in the beginning, this is still kind of new for the tech world and the creative wedding world. So do you find that to be more difficult or was it like, okay, we're going to pave the way and we got this. Like, what was that experience like? Both. Um, I think it's really, (laughs) it's exciting and terrifying all at the same time. Right. (laughs) No, I mean, I think for us, it, it, the discovery process really came down to looking at what was out there coming, look, looking at it from both a couple and a vendor's perspective, because we're a marketplace. Um, we have two totally different kinds of clients. Um, and so, you know, we thought about when we got married and you know, how we felt from the vendor side of things. And then when we started talking to people, I think that's the best way to do anything is we talk to potential clients, we talk to vendors. Um, (laughs) we, uh, Ryan was driving around, you know, all over Charlotte with pieces of paper being like, look at what we're going to build. Um, (laughs) and you know, we, we talked to people and we found out what their pain points are. And then we figured out, you know, we just sat there and talked and brainstormed and figured out how we could actually action this and, and actually fix these, these issues that we saw, um, with kind of the online planning process. Yeah. I didn't, (laughs) 
it, I feel like it just, again, it lowers everyone's stress so that yeah. you can, again, like the, the whole personality thing and being able to match people. And I'm so glad I was pulling up your um, results from True Colors. And so do you know what any of this stuff means? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, um, well, have you ever done like Myers-Briggs or, um, Enneagram or. Yes. I've done Enneagram before. Yes. Okay. Okay. So like, it's very similar to that, but except it's with like pictures and colors. So it seems a little elementary, but it's really easy to understand. And typically like we'll do it in a team environment. Um, we used to do this with all of our clients, like with the parents and the couples and we would. Learn how opposites attract in the first marriage, and then in the second and sometimes third marriage that we would do, um, people would be like the same color. And so, basically, just exactly what you did with your quiz, how you're matching the personalities of like the couples to the vendors, is um, exactly kind of like how we use this. And so, in um, your highest, what your highest, which we call it the brightest, everyone has all four colors, but you definitely have a brightest and a palest instead of saying strengths and weaknesses. And so, in your brightest, your gold, your 22 gold. And gold people are like the best planners in the world because you can count on them. They are loyal, they're dependable, they're dedicated, they will put anything aside to finish the job and make sure it's perfect. So, it's like, the people that, you know, not that planners do this, but in healthcare, when I worked in healthcare, I'd clock in, clock out. And then it's like, I go right back to work because I need to finish something, you know, I have a job to do and, um, and I'm going to be accountable and there's a right way and there's a wrong way. And I'm going to do it my way because my way is the right way. <laughs> and, and if someone tasked me with that, which, you know, that's what our clients do, then you're going to do it and you're going to see it through. And so a lot of planners, like they're very high gold. And then your second was blue. And so blues, which in hospitality and in our industry, like you have to care and love people because if you don't, you're in the wrong industry and people can see right through you. And so the blue portion is the caring, the customer service, being genuine. And it's funny because, um, well, let me finish telling you the four and then I'll tell you the opposites attract thing. And so you were 18 blue and then your orange and your green is tied. So really um, high greens, like these are analytical people that um, they love research. They love numbers. They love finance. They don't let their emotions rule their heart at all. It's like all based on data and facts. And then orange people, I'm like very orange. I'm <clears throat> kind of all over the place. And, you know, it's like, like you, you want, um, I want people to like have a fun party. So I'm all about like the wow factor and the, the lights on and the lights off and just unexpected things so that every event that people go to, it's not like the same old thing over and over. So a lot of really hot orange is like, they're really good at marketing and selling. Like they're great salespeople and typically opposites attract. So your golds and your oranges attract. They need each other like a magnet because the golds, they need a little bit of fun and spontaneous in their life. Mm -hmm. And so that's where that orange comes in. And then the oranges really need the golds because 
Otherwise, like shit wouldn't happen on time. And the deadline, what's a deadline? That's not even our vocabulary. And like bills being paid on time and like, you know, shit showing up on time. And so they need each other to function and to work, not only in personal lives, but like especially in business lives. And then for some reason, the green blues attract each other. And so it's like the greens need the blues to kind of care for them and make them more empathetic and like make them more loving and just like have that genuine caring part to them. And then the blues need the greens because the blues don't want to make a decision on their own, period. They want to know, is this decision going to make you happy? And um, the greens will go and do all the research and come back and say, okay, well, I'm making the decision. We're going to stay at this place at Disney because it's closer. It's a better value. It's going to be a better experience. And the blue person's like, as long as you're happy, that's fine. You know, so like in wedding land, it's so funny because the green people, they literally, I had a guy tell one of our blue brides, like, I told you I loved you once. And if I change my mind, like, I'll let you know. Like I said, I loved you when I asked you to marry me. I mean, just freaking flat out. Like, oh my God. And like, I could see tears welling up in her eyes. And I'm like, honey, he's not going to change. Like you have to realize like, this is why people cheat. This is why people get divorced because they find personalities that are just like them that feed into exactly what their needs are. So this is where... Couples that are opposites are great if they learn how to respect each other's needs. And that's like where the psychology comes into it. And so the same thing like clients and vendors. So if you have a really, really high gold bride and you probably as a planner, you know this and you work with some really creative like uh, some in the photo video world, they're amazing creatives, but they suck at like processes and business and mm-hmm. follow through and follow up and they don't mean anything by it. It's just, that's not what they're good at. And they don't have anybody to outsource it to yet. And so it starts to create this frustration and this resentment and this anger between people when they don't know how to communicate and they don't know how to customize the message the way other people need to hear it. So does that explain everything that you kind of, yes, (laughs) that's so interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. Like I love doing it and I love sharing it because it doesn't matter personally, professionally, what industry you're in. If you're a person, a living, breathing person and you're breathing and you're alive on earth, this can apply to you and you can use it in everyday life. And so that's how like I love using this methodology because it helps me better understand. Well, first it helps me understand how people perceive me and then how I can better communicate like with our team members, our clients. And then when you add in a digital online business to it, you can also tell by the way that people fill out your form and fill out your quiz. And so in our intake form, it's hilarious because we ask a lot of questions just like in your quiz. But if you can't take two minutes and fill out a quiz then, or, or even fill out and answer the questions in the inquiry form, like, I don't want to help you. Like this is important shit. (laughs) So it's like in our form, it's funny because the orange people, 
they barely fill it out. They only fill out the stuff with stars. So it actually sends, they don't fill out anything elective. The gold people fill everything out. Even if like they don't know, they'll put like TBD or they'll put like NA for not applicable. And then in the additional message box, they put a list of things in a format of telling you what you're going to do for them because they think they know. Mm-hmm. And then blue people, they fill it all out too. And then in the additional message box, they're like, oh my gosh, I've looked at every picture. I've watched every video. Like I love, I just, I can't, it's all about the emotional feeling of how you make people feel. And then the green people, a lot of high greens don't really hire planners because they can research and figure it out because the internet knows everything, which right. I'm being funny, yeah. <laughs> but like, don't do that. Like that, this isn't something to mess with. Um, but when you have two green people together, they'll just research it, figure it out and then move on. But if they, if one of them is not green, they will hire someone to help them. And so, but they do the same thing the golds do in the additional messages. They list it out, but they do it in question format. So you have to give them like statistics and the facts and numbers so that you earn their respect before you're worthy of like meeting or talking. So it's just being able to read all into all of this is it's like, people are like, how do you know what people want before you meet them? And this was before Pinterest. I mean, now you can look at a Pinterest board and kind of know what people are looking for and, you know, but it's just, it's a fun tool. And I'm assuming like how you guys do the quiz and then match people up. It's some type of technology like that. Like the way that the algorithm works, I'm assuming, I don't know. Um, but that's what that means. <laughs> that's so cool. I love it. I love it. Anything with a quiz, I love, obviously. <laughs> yes, yes. And so if people want to, because really there's two things to check out here. If people want to check out the Bustled, what is the best way for them to learn more about it? Yeah, they can visit our website. It's Bustled, B-U-S-T-L-D.com. And we're also on Instagram, of course, too. Is that your favorite platform to connect? Yes. (laughs) Insta. I love it. It's funny. Everybody's different. Some people are like LinkedIn and then some people are like Pinterest. And yeah, I feel like everybody's very much into Instagram. Have you rolled over into TikTok at all yet? We're we're trying. Yeah. I love watching it. Uh, we're, yes. we're trying to, trying to figure out what our, what our place is in the TikTok world. <laughs> yes. It's fun. It's, it it's is. a lot of fun. It is. Um, and then if people are interested in the live streaming, where would they go for that? Yeah, they can go to lovestream.io and, uh, also on Instagram and, um, all the other, all the other social media as well. Amazing. And if, um, is your favorite platform for the live streaming Instagram as well? Probably. Yes. Yeah. 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 We're pretty big Instagram around here. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So one more question that I've been asking some people is like, cause we're all about GSD and around here, like getting shit Mm -hmm. done and being Mm -hmm. productive. What's your number one productivity tool or hack that you can share with people that you like could not live without? 
Um, okay. Uh, probably one of my favorites <laughs> is we use Outlook for our email and I have like tons of signatures in there that are just like templated out emails. Um, that saves me a ton of time. You know, I might have to adjust a little thing here and there, but if, especially like on the planning side of things, you know, where you find yourself sending a lot of the same emails, uh, that's probably one of my favorites. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of like templates and Me too. copying and pasting because I don't like to do the same thing over and over for sure. Me either. So <laughs> that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much for your time today. This was super insightful. And everyone that is listening, be sure that you tune in to next week and also visit the show notes and we'll put all of Sammy's information down there for the live streaming, as well as if you're getting married, go and take the quiz. Um, if you want to use those services as well. And again, thank you so much for your time, Sammy. And thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Everybody have a great day and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.